0: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Okay, this is an exciting topic, and I definitely want to get it out. I definitely want to get it. Off, out the gate, ready to go, talking about one of my favorite topics, S&P 500 index funds. First off, how can you not love a good S&P 500 index fund? There's nothing better. Um, I've got the five ones I particularly like. Uh, actually, one I actually had liked from afar but never got into. Um, this is interesting, the Fidelity, I want to talk about a Fidelity Zero Large Cap Index. Uh, F-N-I-L-X. So the Fidelity, and this is quoted from bankrate.com, investing slash, uh, forward slash investing, forward slash best index funds. Uh, Fidelity Zero Large Cap Index. The Fidelity Zero Large Cap Index mutual fund is part of the investment company's foray into mutual funds with no expense ratio. Thus, it's zero moniker. The fund doesn't officially track the S&P 500. Technically, it follows the Fidelity U.S. Large Cap Index. But the difference is academic. The real difference is thats is that investor-friendly Fidelity doesn't have to cough up a licensing fee to use the S&P name, keeping costs lower for investors. So basically, they're making life a little easier by not using the S&P 500 uh, moniker the whole time. Um, Based on this article, though, Fidelity, I actually have liked this one for a far. I know a little bit about it. I didn't know even enough about it, really. But uh, definitely, uh, FNILX is, one, is a one option if you want to get uh, associated with very large cap stocks. Really great, incredible companies. I mean, we're talking about if you're in the S&P 500, you're pretty much a decent company for the most part. Uh, So the second one, as always, is my favorite one, the VOO, the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF. And as this article suggests, as its name suggests, the uh, Vanguard S&P 500 tracks the S&P 500 index, and it's one of the largest funds on the market with hundreds hundreds of billions in the fund. The ETF began trading in 2010, and it's backed by Vanguard, one of the powerhouses of the fund industry. So I'm just a big fan of... The VOO, I have them in my portfolio. At least I try to have them occasionally. I do kind of swing trade the index funds. Oddly enough, and yeah, you can swing trade index funds. It's not a bad idea because they do tend to go up and down quite frequently. So hold on to them for a little bit and get rid of them when you can. So then we have the Spider S&P 500 ETF Trust, the SPY. Uh, Spider S&P 500 ETF is the granddaddy of ETFs, having been founded all the way back in 1993. So this one's an old boy. It helped kick off the wave of ETF investing that has become so popular today with hundreds of billions in the fund. It's among the most popular ETFs. The fund is sponsored by State Street Global Advisors, another heavyweight in the industry, and it tracks the S&P 500. Expense ratio is 0.09%. That means... For Every ten thousand dollars invested, it would only cost you nine dollars annually. Um, the reason I bring up bankrate.com, uh, sorry, I, I, this is all this has been from the article so far from bankrate.com forward slash investing forward slash best hyphen index hyphen funds forward slash. This is the, this is the URL basically. So, um, I want to talk about besides the spy, besides the voo, besides the fin finelix, I can't say that properly. There's another one that uh, often is forgot about, the iShares Core S&P 500 ETF, the IVV. Um, The iShares Core S&P 500 ETF is a fund sponsored by one of the largest fund companies, BlackRock. The iShares fund is one of the largest ETFs, and like these other large funds, it tracks the S&P 500 with an inception date of of 2000. This fund is another long tenured player that's tracked the index closely over time. The expense ratio is 0.03%. That means for every ten thousand dollars invested, it would cost you three dollars annually. Um, and then, of course, we have the Schwab S&P 500 Index Fund, SWPPX. Uh, it does say with tens of billions in assets the schwab s&p 500 index fund is one of is on the smaller side of the heavyweights on the list but that's not really a concern for investors this mutual fund has a strong record dating back to 1997 it's and it's sponsored by charles schwab but one of the most respected names in the industry schwab is especially noted for its focus on making investor friendly products as evidenced by the fund's razor-thin expense ratio. Their expense ratio, by the way, is 0.02%. That's insane. That means for every $10,000 invested, it would cost you $2 annually. Incredible. So how to invest in an index fund in three easy steps. This is, by the way, from the Bankrate article I keep quoting, bankrate.com, forward slash investing, investing. How to invest in an index fund in three easy steps. It's surprisingly easy to invest in an index fund. But you you'll want to know what you're investing in, not simply buy random funds that you know little about. Choose an index fund to invest in. Uh, your first step is finding what to invest in to begin with. While an S&P 500 index fund is the most popular index fund, they also exist for different industries, countries and even investment styles. So you need to consider what exactly you want to invest in and why it might hold opportunity. Uh, location. Consider, a ge- consider the geographical location of the investments. A broad index such as an S P 500 owns American companies, while other index funds might focus on a narrower location, France or an equally broad one, Asia-Pacific. Specific- Asia um, business which industry or industries is the index fund investing in is it invested in pharma companies making new drugs or maybe tech companies some funds specialize in certain industries and avoid others just a heads up uh it, it, like so i'm still reading from the article by the way everybody market opportunity uh what opportunity does the index fund present is the fund buying pharma companies because they're making the next blockbuster drug or because they're cash cows paying dividends, uh, some funds invest in high-yield stocks, while others want growth stocks. You'll want to carefully examine the, fu- the fund. Is- <laughs> You'll want to carefully examine what the fund is investing in, so you have some idea of what you actually own. Sometimes the labels on an index fund can be misleading but you can check the index holdings to see exactly what's in the fund. Um, there we go. Decide which index fund to buy. After you've found a fund you like, you can look at other factors that may make it a good fit for your portfolio. The fund's expenses are, a huge, fact- are huge factors that could make uh, or cost you tens of thousands of dollars over time. Expenses, compare the uh, expenses of each fund you're considering. Sometimes a fund based on a similar index can charge 20 times as much as another. Taxes, for certain legal reasons, mutual funds tend to be less tax efficient than ETFs. At the end of the year, many mutual funds pay a taxable capital gains distribution, while ETFs do not. Investment minimums, At many, investment, many mutual funds have a minimum investment amount you sorry a minimum investment amount for your first purchase often several dollars several thousand dollars in contrast many etfs have no such rule and your broker may even allow you to buy fractional shares with just a few dollars which is wild um purchase your index fund after you've decided which fund fits your portfolio it's time for the easy easy part Actually, buying the fund, you can either buy directly from the mutual fund company or through the through a broker. But it's usually easier to buy a mutual fund through a broker. And if you're buying an ETF, you'll need to go through your broker. <laughs> Consider the following factors as you're deciding: trading costs, fund options, and convenience. That's really it. Uh, index funds. Anyway, basically, the bottom line is I. I'll let you know. I personally. If your broker allows you to get them, get it. If your broker allows you to get it, get it. Robinhood's a good example. TD Ameritrade, I believe, lets you do it. But Robinhood, I will admit, for those who don't have a lot of money, reason Robinhood or maybe Webull, I don't know if Webull does fractional shares. I have Webull, but I have never tried doing a fractional share with them. I do like the fact that Robinhood allows fractional shares. But for people who don't exactly have a lot of money, it's okay to buy like maybe 10% of an actual share of one of these sp500 etf funds So it's entirely up to you in the long run uh how you want to do this and um so it'll be interesting to see what you know what you choose i do want to see what everybody chooses though and and i hope you guys all make you know decent decisions (laughs) no matter what you what you choose or what you decide to do but I honestly do want to say this. I hope this episode's been highly educational for you guys. As always, I'm trying to make the the best show I possibly can, the simplest to understand, but the most effective, like I said, the most effective show. Um, If you like the show, hit the like button. If you dislike it, hit the dislike button. It allows me to kind of understand how I need to improve. So if it's honest feedback, whether it's just a simple thumbs down or a simple thumbs up, I don't mind. I'm not a person trying to whore out for likes. I just think if I make great content, people will naturally like it. If, if I make bad content, people will naturally dislike it, and that'll allow me to understand what I need to do. So, so, the whole goal is improvement and understanding what I need to do to educate everybody. So, so hopefully uh you guys got something from this. Uh it, it, honestly, S&P 500 index funds are incredible. Uh there's a lot of great ones out there. I personally recommend this is just me personally i'm not like an investment advisor this is one i'm just going to let you know what i use i personally love and i mean i love this one it's the voo vanguard s&p 500 index fund it's the one i love the most um so i'm yeah i just want to let you guys know it's the best one and well in my opinion it's the best one but spy is good uh they're just all good man i love these i love these s&p 500 index funds and i'd choose all of them any of them uh, even the iShares one, because it's ran by my favorite company ever, BlackRock, so. All right, ladies and germs, I'm out, and I will do another episode soon enough. I want to devour some mac and cheese, because I am very hungry. I didn't really eat much today. Um, but the goal is to make a lot of videos tonight. You know, I got to admit, well, most people are out partying or having a good time. Of course, I have to work tomorrow. So in the morning at some point so i i don't really like to go out you know i i think it's i mean it's not look i like to party on occasion my family's in town i'm happy to just celebrate with them but i'm honestly as as much of a, a lame-o as as it sounds i love i love being on air i love practicing i like being an audio tech person This is uh, more of an experiment with audio more than it is a video. I don't really give two shits about video. I always felt like I was kind of made for... uh, You know, I'm glad I live in this era because uh, I definitely was made for entertainment of the audio variety, I think. I don't think I'm a great lead singer. I think I could lead sing, but I don't think I'd be a great singer. But I think talk show host, you know, is is the right thing for me. And so doing this show has been a blessing. Um, So I'm going to continue to do the show, obviously, until, you know, not all episodes are going to be created equal. Some are going to be shittier than others. Some are going to be better than others, and it's going to be fun. So anyway, but the whole goal is to educate, teach you guys. Um, You know, I I don't have any personal sponsors, and I really don't need too many. Um, I mean, I like sponsors. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great to get paid to to have a show like this, but. I only have like one, and that's through Anchor FM. So, and, which is fine by me. I love it. But uh, anyway, thank you guys for taking the time. I um, I'll see you guys next episode.